0: I have nothing to do with Russia, folks, okay? The mother of all bombs. You not You people are captured. He's a crisis actor.
1: Oh, uh, look at my African-American over yeah. here.
0: Another deadly day on the Gaza border. i got the bitch! Why? John Podesta, Rick DePone. Turco drills are not lost. What's next? Requiring a license to make toast in your own damn toaster? Hell
2: no. You gotta see this guy. Oh, uh, I don't know what I said. Oh, uh, I don't remember. He would be much
0: happier at home with a husband it 400 years? That's not like a choice. I'm about to come America! I want to build a wall. I want to get a whole lot of motherfucking gangsters! Are you African-American? I don't know what you're implying. And what is laptop? Bing, bing, bong, bong, bing, 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 I'm
2: going to win! This is The Worst Possible Timeline with Eric Wilson and Patrick Kindling. Uh, what is it? Is This a, is this a very special episode. This a holo- episode This is
1: the, this is the, yeah, we're going to put it out, uh, we're going to put it out today.
2: Mm, Very nice.
1: Yes, this is the 2020, the, uh, it's the last day of the year, and you know, because next year everything's going to be better and different and great.
2: (laughs) You sound cynical, what's up? Uh, I hate New York, I want to (laughs) leave. Oh, why? You look like you're having a good time. Do I? For sure. (laughs) Is it true? I see little videos of you. You're out in the, in the uh, in nature, you know? You're doing great. I haven't left the house. I saw you shooting arrows.
1: Oh, yeah, I did shoot some arrows the other day. That was the one that time was, I left the house. That was outside. That was kind of cool. It just sucks. It's fucking cold. I want to get out of here, man. What's going on? This is the worst possible timeline. This is the last episode of 2020.
2: Yes, we need, we need a new uh, thumbnail.
1: Yeah, we need a new thumb.
2: Need uh, need a new uh, song, but thumbnails priority.
1: Thumbnails priority. I like I like our song. We'll do, we'll get to that, but we will. Uh, yeah, we need new artwork.
2: I, our song is funny because I like it too. I wonder how many people get through it. Because you know when you've been listening <laughs> to a podcast a lot, you're like, oh, why well, well, you got a song? What's, what's this song? But I've had if, people uh, think
1: it's like pro Trump song, and I'm like, I did not That's not the who way
2: the I... fuck thinks. Don't tell me that. Don't tell me that shit. <laughs> I don't want to think that we've got listeners that are that fucking stupid. That's insane. Like, Yo, listen to the fucking full thing. It's obviously all laughable. It's obviously all things that are fucking stupid.
1: Very stupid. Ah, Yo, you triggered
2: me to, yo, I'm going to go out to commit violence.
1: Okay. How's, what's the LA update? What's happening over there? It's, it's, it's bad. I don't know when I can come back.
2: What's that? Oh, because of uh, how deadly it is. (laughs) It
1: seems like it sucks
2: i mean it, it, truly all of the things it, my phone just goes with with the citizen app hey citizen by the way we've gone over this before your job is to tell me when a, a man in a dress kicks the window out of a cop car <laughs> it's not to tell me that uh, ten thousand people died of covid today that's not your job it, a lot it, of people it's a weird it's an oh it's a crazy overstep uh I don't Here's know. The, fucking
1: fucking DoorDash tells me when 10,000 people died of COVID. Why?
2: That's it, it, not what I come to you for. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so uh whatever. Listen, this uh COVID thing, they're treating it pretty treating it treating it pretty rough. They're, they're going in, but the problem is that nobody here is going in. Like everybody is chilling, and that's no exaggeration.
1: Yeah, but there's like it, it sounds like a lot of people are dying.
2: So they say. Wait, ten thousand in one day? No, I think there's ten thousand cases in, in here today.
1: Oh, um, all right. Well, we've been over this a gazillion times. I don't like. I don't really care about cases. I care about the people who are dead.
2: Well, here's the problem. Certainly, there's going to be people who die right now who don't need to because the hospital beds are completely occupied. So there's going to be somebody who is uh, dying of, Oh, I don't know. Some heart related disease that kills an American every minute of the day that, uh, you know, we're treating differently. All of a sudden we're treating like that doesn't really matter. Whatever. Who cares about that shit? There's no, there's no health except for, (laughs) there's no health except for COVID. Uh, and, uh, uh, doing that, uh trying to scare people trying to keep people like my dad in a state of constant fear doing a decent job
1: yeah oh yeah people people big afraid
2: not me i'm big, still trying to get this shit
1: big scared um, i i mean i i could never call myself afraid but it might i don't know i who knows i, I don't know when should i come back to la
2: you could come today whenever you want
1: yeah i don't know it's like it just, Here's the thing. It's like you see like you're saying it's not just COVID, right? It's like if I fall and hit my head while I'm listening to Prong riding down Sunset on a on a on a bird Oh yeah, you're scooter. dead.
2: <laughs> you're dead. dead. <laughs> that's,
1: that's the thing. That's the, it's like I I sma- even if I'm not dead, even if I smash my head and I have a concussion, now they send me down to
2: fucking Bellevue COVID Central. Okay, here's giving you an idea of what's going on in LA right now. There was a block party on Skid Row, where trucks pulled up with musicians in them and started playing, and cars parked there, like the entire block. And there was a block part, like an impromptu sort of, you know, so when the protests were going on, when the Black Lives Matter protests were going on, there was a truck in LA that just had a black guy playing drums in the back of it. And people were like, Oh, how novel I forgot black people played drums, you know, uh, like it, it, the most condescending nonsense, like quest like, love, like, Oh, how, how worthy of conversation, you know, when in mm-hmm, fact, mm-hmm. when in fact, it's just, you know, it's <laughs> very people just having fun during a protest, whatever, very,
1: very regular thing.
2: Yeah. And that's what happened last night, except I guess full band. But if you see the cops, there's overhead shots of the cops breaking it up. And, uh, it, it, there was probably like 400 people just partying. Oh, it, it's it, nobody gives a goddamn about this fucking virus. I'm sorry for those of you that stay home all the time. It's out here on the streets. People have decided that they take their lives in their hands every day. Why not take it in their hands in a more active and engaged way and demonstrate some agency?
1: Man, I want to go to party.
2: Also, why is somebody directly outside my window mowing a lawn? We don't have grass, Eric. I know.
1: <laughs> I don't know what the deal. And the leaf blowers too.
2: So annoying.
1: What's the deal? All right. So this, uh, rather than, I don't even know what the current news is. Who gives a shit? I think $600 is like, so not worth anybody's time. Stimulus check. Um, that was like, pretty, what uh,
2: you, you know me. I, I, I am. Uh, I don't think you should be sucking on the government's tit. I think you sure. got to rely. You got to rely on yourself at this time, but 2000 would have been a help.
1: Oh, 2000 would have been so litty. We would have, we would have, we could have each bought ruckuses. Oh yeah. <laughs> you fucking McConnell, you bitch, you asshole.
2: Yeah. He's like a straight villain.
1: He's <laughs> such a fucking piece of shit, man. What a fuck.
2: Um, I mean, that said, I haven't looked at this bill. I, I if it's got all sorts of bizarre fat in it, then, you know, no, I'm sure I, it
1: does. I'm sure it does. Like it's got, it's got sexual mutual aid in there.
2: Right. <laughs> That's the problem that people don't understand. People just, it's politics are set up to fuck people in the ass. And I mean that to the (laughs) politicians, the people that I never give any credit whatsoever. But you can basically just damage somebody's career by putting forward a bill that is on its surface a thing that any sane person would want and then build in a bunch of fucking fat in there where it's also yeah it's it's every pedophile in northern california will be free and you're like wait what i can't sign
1: this (laughs) and then (laughs) then then, they were like they didn't sign the bill that said that you're gonna get the thing you want
2: yes that's exactly what and i have i listen everybody i'm not taking taking fucking mitch 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 has fucked me in my rear too often i can't i can't just blindly assume mitch is doing a righteous thing here but 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 it does it does happen that people look at these bills and go, wait a second, like, for example, in this one, uh, you know, it's six, everybody's getting $600 and then Israel's getting 2 billion and people are like, wait, what, why is that? And if you were, so then let's, let's weigh it regardless of how you feel about Israel, it doesn't really fucking matter. Any sane person could agree that whatever they ended up with out of this. I don't think it was a billion, but it, it's some very large number. Um, whatever they end up with uh, from this, I think pretty much anybody can agree that Americans were were supposed to get that money. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so, I I think that stopping these. Then you, you got to look at the bills and say, okay. Do I stop this thing that helps people? 500 million they got out of this. Mm. So, uh, do the, oh man, it's a foreign, okay. So, (laughs) tucked inside the uh, coronavirus relief package (laughs) with its $600 stimulus checks for Americans was a foreign aid aid package that includes 1.3 billion for the Egyptian military, 500 million for Israel. (laughs) Um and 75 million in humanitarian aid to Palestinians. That's like, oh, yo, think about that. That's like when you spread it around. W- when you're a local businessman and you spread your your donations to, well, I'm gonna give to the Republican candidate, so I'm on his good side if he wins, and I'm gonna give to the Democrat, so I stay on his good side if he wins. You're giving 75 million in humanitarian aid to Palestinians, but here you go, Israel. <laughs> Here's half a bill. Mm. But also, not for nothing. This does show that people are mad at Jews because all yeah. I heard about, all I heard about the fat in this bill was about the 500 million to Israel. What about the billion to the Egyptian military? <laughs> the fucking B there's a B there. That's yeah. crazy. Uh, so anyway, it's what, point- you,
1: it's what you said though. It's, it's, it's what you said it's, it's, if, 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 if they put shit in there, so if you don't vote for it, then it's like, they didn't vote to give you money what a piece of right. shit and then if you do vote for it your other enemy will go they voted to let the pedophiles free it's just a exactly. game it's blackmail
2: i don't understand who wants to be involved in this like whenever i think about like all the jobs in the world the ones that become more and more appealing by the day are ones where you wear a hard hat
1: yeah yeah
2: <laughs> by the day i i start thinking Damn, you know, this weird game of people, like the zero sum game that people with any sort of notoriety, whether that's podcasting, fucking music, any of those inane fucking broke, broke boy fucking endeavors or uh, politics, you've got to be a loon. You got to be, you got to have a self destructive streak where you want, you want to be elevated just to have your legs kicked out from under you. And politics are different because we we just take it on face value that they're gross. You know, we just think, like, oh, they're gross. These I think people forget are... though. People forget that they're gross. By the way, did you see that lizard people is now not allowed? What? Where? Lizard people. So you know how every so often uh, somebody will just hijack the conversation, the discourse, with some like half knowledge of something but it spreads around twitter so quick that then it just becomes like emotional labor right Uh like a concept that almost nobody could define nobody knows if it has a credible origin or not i always uh say the bechdel test is the best example of this just a thing that people say that they don't know where it comes from and they assume is real uh that uh, that happened with lizard people, where somebody wrote an article that said uh, lizard people is an anti-Semitic dog dog whistle. If you hear somebody using lizard people, they mean Jews.
1: No, um, not necessarily.
2: No, I've been using lizard people for the last twenty years of my life. I if I meant if I ever meant a Jew, it was just by virtue of the fact that they are an elite, not that they are Jewish. This is like when
1: when when uh, John Carpenter has to be like, again, everybody, they live, yeah. not about the Jews. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, but same thing. It, because we use lizard people so often, and we must be virulent anti-Semites, uh, I've taken some initiative that I hope you agree with. Oh, okay, I'll, I'll be renaming this podcast the JQ. Uh,
1: yeah, okay,
2: the JQ with Eric and Patrick. I think mm. it'll go great.
1: Yeah, it should go great in a in a, in a Biden world. Um, <laughs> so for this episode, I had an idea. The news is beat; and no one cares anyway. It's the holidays. Uh, someone, some, uh, Twitter comedian, uh, did the work for us. They compiled uh, a bunch of, uh, it's what they call the worst discourse of 2020. And, uh, I figure we can go, there's a, there's a lot of them. Uh, we can go through each thing, many of which we spoke about throughout the year. Some, uh, we may have missed or glossed over and we can go, we can, we can go deep on each thing and on each embarrassing discussion. Um, so I guess I'll do the way he did it was he did like sort of like an elimination thing, um, where he just posted a bunch of things like, which was worse, uh, which was a worse discourse. And they don't really have anything to do with each other. I think we should go through it each one by one. Um, you know, (laughs) there's not a lot to say about something. For instance, let's just start it off. Worst, uh, worst discourse, 2020 elimination. Um, first, first one, uh, sexual mutual aid. I mentioned that before. Um, no one was ever serious about this right like twitter is just a place where people can say things and put them out there with i don't know it's like it's like dipping your toe in the water and some people take it seriously and then most people are like what the fuck are you talking about
2: yes this is an example of a thing that takes off because the response to it it, it's it got ratioed basically the response can you tell me what that means Sure. In, in Twitter terms or whatever, it means that you got more comments than likes, uh, oh. which, which is to say more people shit on it than than uh, affirmed it.
1: Okay. I didn't know that.
2: So this got ratioed where it's something that's thrown out to the world and then people people say what the <laughs> fuck, but by virtue of the fact that a, a hundred thousand people are saying, what the fuck it trends, it looks like a thing. And then people go into it thinking, Oh my God, is this a thing people think now? Holy shit. That's yeah, going to be a lot of these. Yeah, for sure. So this is a lot of jenkum
1: a lot I mean, of jenkum um, the sexual mutual aid that, well, I guess we should define that. Right. I mean, uh, so someone in the, in the communism, Twitter world, uh, Suggested that under under in a communist world, America, question mark, um, in, a, in, in the in the in the, the on the Red Dawn, um, there will be sex workers <laughs> that provide sexual mutual aid to people that or something like that, I, that that sex will be a a, a commodity that is uh, traded fairly amongst the populace, I guess.
2: Yeah, it's the only good part of communism I've ever heard of. So can I just say I was, I've been thinking about communism a little bit, thinking about joining, you know, and I got to say, I hate, I hate communism and and not for some like Ronald Reagan-y reason. I hate it because it, it, it has this disgusting affection for government. Like, and people don't see it that way, but it's basically if you are into a system of any type I don't hate you. I just think you're dumb. So right now, anybody that's looking at America and saying, I'm into this is stupid. That's a stupid person, regardless Way of, that, regardless of, I don't know, like whatever, whatever broader impression you want to have of the ideals of the United States or whatever, whatever the fuck the founders, what, what, anything that you can say, like, regardless of all of that, if you look at the United States right now and say, that's ideal, you are, you're a stupid person. And that's how I feel about all of these things that people latch onto. I anything that you ascribe real value outside of yourself is, I I just look at you and I go, oh damn, this this motherfucker got religion. You know, <laughs> like, what a weird thing. So I, I I don't know. I I was just saying this because I was I was uh, sharing. Memes from hyper capitalist uh, Twitter, which I enjoy. <laughs> you know, like yeah. have, have you seen the "I I deem your terms acceptable" meme?
1: Um, I no, I don't think I have. Uh,
2: so you know the Alpha Chad uh, portrait view, so, like side view or profile view uh, drawing. It's the guy with the beard. He looks like right, sure. a, a Roman commander, <laughs> some mm-hmm. shit like that. It's it's a tweet from like a week or from a, what do they call it? Wojak from a Wojak that says, sure. uh, you know, for those of you that are anti-socialism, maybe we should just get rid of the schools. Maybe we should get rid, maybe we should get rid of the police departments. Maybe we should get rid of blah, blah, blah. That's socialism. And then it's the, it's the alpha Chad head floating closer and closer. Yeah. And then when it's in the ear of the Wojak, it just says, I deem your terms acceptable. <laughs> and so, but what I found is that, hyper capitalist, uh, Twitter is fun. It's funny. It's like a place where people don't take themselves seriously because they don't take others seriously. And it is, uh, so I try to share these memes with people when they're sending me like, when they're sending me dunking on Trump memes, you know? And just because I think, is
1: is this world of Twitter as big as like my whole world of Twitter is like tanky communist weirdo.
2: So this, this has overlap with normie Twitter, whereas, uh, the, the tanky Twitter has no overlap with normie Twitter. No, um, they
1: hate everybody, it, which is funny cause they're trying to, they're advocating for a world where like everybody's like,
2: you yeah, know, some egalitarian same, like, thing where we, where we have to, uh, cohabitate and, and, uh, and work together in some capacity. And it's like, yo, you are just primo alienating teen, you know what I yeah. mean? you You just, you you are, you're the kid in the food court, you know?
1: Yeah. You're the, you're you're the, you're the kid in the mushroom head shirt and the Jenkos outside of Spencer's gifts.
2: Yeah. When I hear a communist talk, I just think, oh, this is the kid in the food court vaping into his sweatshirt. (laughs) That's what I think. I think, I think that he, he's wearing like a, uh, a Digimon sweatshirt and just, and just vaping into it. (laughs)
1: How about, how about, uh, queer studies is grooming. Do we remember that, that discussion? I I vaguely remember that.
2: I don't remember that. I, I, uh, maybe it is. What do I know? I never took a queer studies class.
1: No, neither did I. I've heard, I've heard kids like, I, so I have this vivid memory, maybe about 10 or 12 years ago, walking through, uh, the NYU part of Manhattan, which is, you know, downtown-ish near Washington square park. And, uh, I remember overhearing some like, you know, 18 year olds, uh, talk about gender studies or gender performative and yada yada they were they were having this discussion all i could think was like man that's just like a what is the what is the like what's the what's the goal of this conversation what are we talking about
2: yeah kids uh hey, go to a party i mean like it's
1: it could be just one of those things that's like you know you walk past like you know a film studies major and you could be like man who gives a shit about fucking some citizen Kane? fuck who cares that's all true too you know what I mean? It's just one of these. Con- it's just a very collegey thing. Anytime it's, it's like, it, I mean, it has studies in the name. You're just talking about college shit, and like, I man, I'm done with college. Like, I don't want to talk about college shit. I want to just, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if that's what gets you off, then whatever. Is it grooming? I guess they mean sexual grooming. That's weird. I don't. I don't know. I don't think so. I, don't, I, was- <laughs> I couldn't say one way or the other. I guess.
2: I would think that that's got a pretty specific definition, but what do I know?
1: (laughs) (laughs) What about, um, uh, I don't think we ever talked about plandemic. Oh, this is plandemic uh, parenthetical, all COVID conspiracy theories.
2: Um, for those of you that haven't heard it, there's a, there's a NYU professor on, uh, the red scare podcast this past week who is, uh, suing his department, 20 people or so, uh, for attempting to ice him out and discredit him, uh, because he essentially told he's a pro, he teaches a propaganda course. Now he has some slightly loon views, such as Trump stole the election, or uh, pardon me, Biden stole the election. Uh, he, so he's got some slightly loon views. However, he is very clear in his course that nobody is to be believed himself first and foremost that propaganda circles you all the time and that you have to 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 understand it you have to understand who it benefits
0: mm.
2: and he said in the case of wearing masks and vaccines uh the paper trail on this one shouldn't be that hard you know like if you're an inquisitive student you you could learn something by following who, who benefits from this, f- f- from this pandemic. And a student reported him for being unset for risking their life and advocating on a zoom call, by the way, and advocating that, uh, they don't wear masks. So he's, he's being unofficially censored by his, uh, uh department. And he went on this podcast and presented himself mostly, uh, Pretty straight until he got to the election stealing thing, which I don't know too many credible people that believe, and it's a weird thing to tack on. It would be like if you're fighting like a like a rape allegation, and, and then in the middle of it, you go, "The Earth is hollow, and there's yeah. dinosaurs," and you're like, "Whoa, you were you, you were arguing, you sounded pretty, you said, you know, you provided evidence, you weren't even in the same state, you were doing great, and yeah.
1: you kind of you you, hurt your credibility a little bit." Yeah, why'd you go
2: to the dinosaurs? Yeah. So, at any rate. But I urge people that have an interest in this sort of stuff to listen because, uh, it is pure. I mean, he, this guy is so, he is softly vicious. He goes, "Listen, I'm I'm in the staff room with these people. I hear them talk about Russia Gate. I hear them t- talk about getting their news from NPR." He's like, "These are idiots." You know what I mean?
1: like, yeah, so, yeah.
2: So, so he's rough, but uh, he's not wrong. But, um. Uh, look, the part of it that he's right about is why in God's name, knowing everything that you know about the government, would you assume that everything is above board now? Yeah. It's bizarre. Yeah. It, 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 it's, I mean, even if you could work with somebody as, as with as dubious motives as the U.S. government. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Even if you could work alongside them, you wouldn't trust them to hold the pickaxe, you know, like the the
1: thing is, I think what it is, is, is so since Trump, right. And we, I've, 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 we talked about this before. I've, I've definitely laid out this theory that I don't, I don't see a lot of people talk about, but it's like when Trump came in, he created two elements. There was the rogue Trump, wild man, ruthless, uh, capitalism sort of definition, uh, gimmick. And uh, there was the establishment. Right. And people were so scared that he was going to set off the nuclear football that they ha- they de facto now stand the establishment because the establishment, quote unquote, could keep them safe. And they <laughs> longed for a normal world with a normal president who wasn't crazy, wasn't this crazy rogue element that made them feel scared. And in turn. And I think people are waking up to the realization now that Biden's going to be the guy you know, the establishment sucks too. It sucks almost as much as Trump, probably just about maybe even more, more lives have been lost in a, in a Dick Cheney ruthless oh, yeah. sort of establishment world than a Trump world.
2: Oh yeah. This is the, uh, the, uh, you know, the banality of evil sort of thing, right? Like it, it, it's, uh, this is the DMV guy who smiles in your face. while well, uh, hitting, uh, you know, uh, canceling your whatever it's it's people in their own way they love bureaucracy because it is something stable to them and they've latched onto it like the damaged uh damaged livestock that they are uh they're willing to follow that judas go into the uh slaughterhouse and it's this bizarre sort of well as long as there's order it doesn't matter if it's standing on my throat and that's uh, 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 look, it's hard to advocate for Trump because he's so erratic that he, he does wear that's you down. That,
1: that, that's he wears track. you down, man. He wears the you, down. That you get played into, you know what I mean? It's like any, so, it became the sort of thing where any questioning of like the establishment or any criticism of the establishment was like now, you, Oh, so what you're, you're then on Trump's side because he is in his own way, uh sort of anti-establishment even though the whole grift is that like yo he was he's just as much a part of the corporate power structure as anybody else and gave them more money than he did the things that a regular ass establishment sure. republican would have done except maybe start a war you know so like it's just but it, that's just the game you get you, you know that's the thing that I like uh, when people fall into this trap of like fighting with these alt-right people and it's like yo you ch- you're choosing to play their game
2: yeah, let me them- cho- let me sum it up with a very ground level example uh I know a woman who just dis- we're discussing accusations against a guy. She says, "I know he didn't do it. however, if I say that, I look trumpy ugh yo. That's insane.
1: That's (laughs) really scary, man.
2: That's the effect that, and that's what this particular uh, NYU professor actually has to say, which is Trump has played his role in this. And it's not difficult to see, it's not difficult to speculate that some people saw this as an opportunity to uh, broaden uh, government control over you because you will come running back. You will come running back under daddy's robe to, to, to feel the comfort of, uh, of a soulless bureaucracy that attempts to crush your will at every minute of every day. You know what I mean? You will come running back because the alternative was too, too out of pocket for you, you know? And Ooh, he said something sexist. He said something racist. So even on occasions that he makes sense, you can't align with him. And it's like, yo, know, so you will find yourself doing insane things, just so you don't align with the guy that everybody says is, is insane. Oh, he's insane. So my behavior is sane. That's not the way it works, everybody. That's so, not so, it. So then, what
1: we're saying is basically pandemic.
2: Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, so the original thing was was COVID conspiracies. I mean,
2: some, of them, some <laughs> of them are true. Some of them are true. straight up. Some of them are true.
1: I think we have to wait for the shit to bear out. Uh, But I hope one day there is sort of an audit of the facts that people care about.
2: No, there will be just, nobody will care. People. It's kind of what it feels like another part of their life.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, there should, you know,
2: I still, Eric, you and I, you, you, you mocked me on this podcast when I said, there's no photos of the plane hitting the Pentagon. (laughs) And, and, And you said, yes, there are. Look. And then I think you actually looked it up. There's no plane. There's no plane, Eric. So what are you saying? I'm saying it was a controlled demolition. Obviously. Oh my god. No. What do you mean? Oh my god. This one's <laughs> obvious. Everybody, go look up the Pentagon. I don't know how you feel about 9 11. I certainly saw a video of planes hitting fucking uh, the towers. The the Pentagon. There's no. There's no footage. There's no nothing. And the plane. <laughs> the f- the photographs of the pentagon with the damage to it from the plane there is literally zero plane and people people say oh that's because it it disintegrated on impact and it's like what, what is this a video game it doesn't dis- there's giant parts of a plane when when a plane goes down in the ocean they're finding parts for weeks Th- there's one photograph out of context of a part of a plane near somebody's foot. There's no photographs of a giant fucking fuselage crashed into the side of a building, which Mm. it didn't go even through the building. Eric, it's, it's absurd. (laughs) It's like, it's obviously a scam,
1: but, but wait, you, but there is a piece of a plane, right? Uh,
2: Yeah. You know what? It would be like, (laughs) it would be like me taking a photo, uh, in the Arizona desert, wearing nikes and saying see people did land on the moon
1: Mm, man we're really going out there this episode
2: no everybody go look into it i was uh, this is never one that i felt strongly about and it was only in the last like month and a half that i went looked and was like this is insane this is like really crazy stuff there's nothing there
1: All right. So, so, so this was the moment where we were, we sounded reasonable and then you pivoted to the, to the crazy thing.
2: Hold on. This is the moment where I act like real California and, and yell and verbally abuse my Mexican leaf blower.
1: (laughs) Well, it's not picking up on the, on the, on the audio. So it doesn't really matter. He
2: is, Um, he is, he is in my, he's in my chest right now, blowing leaves.
1: (laughs) I'm looking at, I'm looking at the pictures of the Pentagon.
2: And and what are you learning? Mm,
1: not enough to really say.
2: Oof. Keep <laughs> looking.
1: <laughs> all right. So, uh, all right. We did Plandemic. Oh Jesus! There's nothing to even say about this one. Remember that this was only like a couple weeks ago, and everyone had that fucking stupid conversation about bodegas. About How what? Just not win. Who? So everyone was talking about how, so the conversation was, how can you live without bodegas? And everyone, everyone was like, yeah, I love bodegas. And other people were like, what?
2: Oh God. Listen, bodegas have more character than Seven Eleven. That's for sure. But I, I, I mean, I don't know. I've lived in New York for a total of maybe 10 years of my life and they're, they're just
1: play- feel strongly about.
2: Yeah, they're not. Yes, you are a you are a born and raised New Yorker. Are they to you? Are they anything except obvious drug fronts that have like kitty litter and two Heinekens and try to convince you that they're an operating business?
1: It's just a spot to, to it's just it's just a place to get things. It's it's not I, I, I've never I don't think I've ever thought twice about a bodega. You know what I'm saying? Like, I what don't, about I all, had, about any all feeling the feeling about it?
2: Cultural character and richness they add to your life. Oh, actually let's say it like this. Do we think that for one fucking second, anybody would feel this way if bodegas were associated with white people running them?
1: Oh, of course, of course No, no, of course not. And also would anyone feel a way if they were more synonymous with, uh, uh, Dayton?
2: No, Uh, but uh, listen, let's call bodegas convenience stores and they're run by a guy named Andy. Does it, anybody care at all no no people like the name bodega they like listen this is a new to new york college argument yep you know where you you are like you're like no are you kidding rafus at the at the bodega calls me beautiful every day it's so it's such a part of my life It's like what you're never gonna remember. Refuse when you go to onto your fucking elite fucking college, some postgraduate career somewhere. You will never remember Refuse. You don't give a fuck if Refuse lives or dies. You know Refuse is uninsured, and Refuse has fucking stage four and is, is still drags himself to work every day to give you a bacon egg and cheese, and you're pretending to care about this man. Fuck off.
1: Yeah, no, it's, 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 a, it's a load of horse shit. It's a, it's just like, it's a very new thing. Anyone that it's just like, I can't imagine anyone actually feeling a strong way about the fucking bodega other than you lived without one for a long time. And now it's part of your daily life. Cause you moved to New York and you, I don't know, you're, you're a weird, you're a weird, you're a weird English major and you, you, you took a poetry class and now you're finding poetry in the fucking soggy dead leaves of, of New York city. Oof, Sad life. Um, socialist dog mom caused the tree of life shooting.
2: Um,
1: I don't know who that is. I don't know who socialist dog mom is, is this, I guess a Twitter personality that I'm supposed to care about because people invest a lot of them, their identity in their Twitter bullshit.
2: You know, imagine it's, I have been, I, I've been a dude who makes money or uh, who makes a small amount of money off of my, clout, <laughs> you know what I mean, like off of, off of, uh, m- music clout and whatever. I can tell you it is much, much, much better to be a local contractor and snowplow guy, much better. Yeah. Everybody, everybody who is, uh, so everybody that's making zero money off of their social justice clout You've got to consider the alternative. Please consider uh, a, a job with your hands, please. It, it's, I, mean, I say this for you before it's too late, you know what I mean? Before it's too late. So a socialist dog mom is a uh, Antifa organizer from Charlottesville uh, who has been driven off of social media by her fellow
1: leftists. What a
2: fucking surprise. Uh. According to this, the thin-skinned bitch was outraged by tankies who had the audacity to criticize her tactics. The tears are flowing, and it's glorious. Why are people so so bitter? Like, what uh, people are trying to hurt each other out here?
1: You know, I think uh, it's—I don't know—it's either it's either wild stupidity or 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 CIA. You know what I mean? Like, it's and I kind of lean stupidity. I I feel like the CIA sees this shit and they're like, "LOL."
2: So what does it blame
1: her for? For what shooting? The Tree of Life synagogue shooting in uh, Pittsburgh, I want
2: to say. Yeah, I'm going to say that's she's not. No, that's that's not. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think she did. I really think
1: that's funny that someone asserted that in in seriousness if they did.
2: I wonder if she's harmed herself. I mean,
1: I can only imagine her life got a lot lot better by being forced off of Twitter.
2: No, she's back now with ninety five thousand followers and a cancer mom haircut.
1: Is she doing that? That that like that thing that like uh, people in the hardcore scene did, where they pretended to have cancer and they threw a benefit show, and then they disappeared with all the money. Oh,
2: that's the best move. How Listen, many times
1: has that happened in history?
2: Somebody, somebody that, uh somebody that I don't like did that, and somebody tried to use it as an accusation and uh, it, like like against them, and was like, "Oh, you mean that person that faked their cancer?" And I was like, "Let's not, let's not." bring up things that we would all do and are funny, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I, Cause I think that I personally think that's funny as fuck. I don't care. Okay. This is today. She's tweeting about the proud boys making fun of her dog. Hey everybody. If your life is about proud boys, you, you you've got to consider the alternative. And I don't mean suicide. You just got to consider a job working with your hands, getting off the mm-hmm. internet If your life is about this binary warfare between whatever you are and this nebulous sort of, I'm going to file everything under proud boys Mm. is is deeply embarrassing and confused. You know, yeah. Um,
1: It's searching for meaning. It's it's like it's. I think the I think you could like if you want to talk about what it is like. If you to, like, if you were to de- define America, right? There's this, like, a lot of like this just pent up energy that is unfocused and wild, but like a like a, like a void chasm at the center of it. Ew. and that's what these people—that's how they—they they fill the void with Twitter, and it just it makes them go insane. go—they go, they go insane.
2: Yeah, no, there's a lot of insanity here. There's a lot of. I mean, how did we avoid the brain worms, Though we spend a lot of time on Twitter.
1: Yeah, we do. Um, I don't know. I just I've I kind of pivoted to just kind of tweeting about stupid thoughts that enter my brain.
2: Yo, know, what is going on with equally? If I if I can just extend this the other way, equally, if your concern is if you are a, like a again, if you fall under that umbrella of proud boy, whatever, whatever, like right leaning activist, whatever that fuck. I'm looking at a guy wearing a MAGA hat and a Pinochet did nothing wrong t shirt. (laughs) What is going on with people? Yo, like if 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 you are the person that is spends all their time concerned about Proud Boys, you are insane. If you are a person who wears a Pinochet did nothing wrong shirt, you're also fucking insane. What is happening?
1: I would wonder if that's like a response to the the the, the people being like, Stalin did nothing wrong.
2: I mean, it, of course, yes. This is all provocation. And in principle, I like provocation, except I've lost total respect for the people that provoke each other. It's Look, I know people don't like to hear this. Our audience particularly, because our audience is a bunch of broke boys. But it, it, this is street theater for the elites. That's oh, all yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah, yeah. I know you don't like to hear that. I know some of you want to mask up and go fight the power, et cetera. And, you know, just for context, you're talking to somebody that thinks that direct action is necessary. And so, so many things that I can't even talk about on a fucking nationally broadcast podcast program. I am not necessarily your enemy. However, uh, this is just on some like I just don't respect the provo- provocateurs anymore. I I just I don't think that there's anything there. And it's difficult when you've seen all the provocation to go it, 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 I would just need more here. <laughs> you know
1: what it's, what I mean? like, it's just they, me- they they believe their provocation, you know what I mean? They they it's like um people were provocative for the sake of being provocative, but this is like earnest provocation. Like I think Stalin did nothing wrong. And I genuinely believe that.
2: Yes. Yes. Uh, there's Just no, there's an idiot. Th- there's, <laughs> well, there's no, there's sort of no, um, self-awareness. There's no self-reflection. There's, there's nothing funny or light in it. There's no, um, it, it, it. It's oh god this person is endless socialist dog mom is really uh she's a I would put her at a 50 tweet a day sort of person
1: extremely online
2: extremely online
1: um how about uh uh <laughs> liking petite women is rooted in pedophilia
2: you know you and I fight this battle because uh we think it's okay to like anime and, uh, th- there is, my girlfriend thinks that if you enjoy anime on any level that you're a deranged person. I mean, I, I,
1: I'm both sides of the coin on that one. I think it's okay to like that, but if you, if, if you to like anime, but if you do, you are deranged, no
2: full stop. <laughs> so you respect people's right to be deranged. You just also have to assert it fast. I mean, you
1: ha- being deranged is, yo. Know, if we couldn't be deranged, what could we be?
2: a good point uh nothing yeah so it, it is in fact uh uh petite women i i mean oh i guess i've seen this with the bell Del- delphine thing Oh, people that where it came pe- from people say that if you like Belle delphine that you're a pedo guys <sighs> come on g- come on guys like yeah has anybody ever interacted with a pedo like I, I i had to visit my father in prison all the time there's some people there with some rough fucking charges. I just want to tell you, it's not the fucking same. You know what I mean? It's not the same. If 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 somebody's into Belle Delphine, who's like, I guess she probably looks 19. If I if I had to guess, and you think that that's pedo because she's thin and has big eyes, uh, what's your, what's your idea of a kid? <laughs> you know, what I mean? like what's what, My brother's got a kid. He doesn't look a fucking thing like Belle Delphine. I'll say that. So no,
1: I, she looks I, I don't, anime.
2: Uh, yeah, like I just don't, I kind of don't understand. Like I, I, I don't like, I'll, I'll hear you out, but I don't think petite women are children.
1: No, no, they're, they're obviously not. This is such a weird nonsense thing. And also like, how does that make petite women feel?
2: <laughs> yeah, Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, damn, the only dude I can land is someone who's a secret pedo.
2: Yeah, that sucks. Also, what, do, wait a second. I'm just, what if I'm naturally petite now I've got to overeat and lift so that I, so that I make somebody else's standards of not pedo.
1: Yeah. And you know, the thing is, no one ever, whether it's this or other things, it's like people never follow the logic, right? They, they stop at the, at the provocative statement. And that's a fact. It's annoying. It's fucking stupid. Um, whatever i ride with it if you like petite women yeah you're obvious pedo. um all right how about yeah, how I'm about not sure uh,
2: you're siding with this
1: yeah no i side with that um stop the steal um that was a thing that happened this year trump trump saying he won the election yeah um as much as we play contrarian on the show and as much as we might take the side of things that people don't like or whatever 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 this one is uh i mean he didn't he very obviously didn't there's really nothing to say i mean the, the dude's a loon uh he, he didn't I don't know. Do we want to try and, and, and play, the, play the devil's advocate here?
0: Greetings from Evergreen Podcasts. We're rolling out a listener survey and we want to hear from you. The information in the survey will help us gather statistics and in turn make our shows more appealing to advertisers. I know most people don't like ads, but this is one of the only ways our shows make money and help keep their lights on. We promise it will only take a few minutes, but the impact on our podcasts will be tremendous. As a token of our appreciation, we'll randomly select one lucky participant each month to win an exclusive merchandise package from Evergreen Podcasts. Head to evergreenpodcastcom slash listener survey to help a show and possibly get some free stuff for doing so. We can't thank you enough for the support. Now back to the show.
2: Um, I, well, yeah, I'll play devil's advocate straight out and just say, not everybody loses grace gracefully or graciously. Uh, if, if that man wants to pursue every legal Avenue to, to arrive at the same place, he's fucking welcome to, you know, it's, it's, it really, aside from taxpayer dollars, it's not going to cost you a fucking thing. And those taxpayer dollars are way gone anyway. So just whatever it is, just let the dude spin his wheels, stop making a big deal out of it. Who gives a shit? You're, you're as, as long as there's no, uh, conspiracy on the side of, of the government agencies in either direction who would audit such a thing, uh, then who cares? Who cares? You're allowed. It's like, it's like when I go to trivia night, there was a dude who, who wanted to fucking count my team's score to say like, "Uh Oh, is, you know, I don't believe it. Count them, bitch. I don't care. You know what I mean? You're just going to learn that we, we danced on you.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. And I mean that's how it's played out. I mean, he's still trying. I think there was some Republican senator that tried to contest it, but it's like, "Yo, it's already certified. It's it's done." Like it would take a real wild upheaval for it to go the other way at this point. Like it's really something you don't I don't think anyone really needs to be concerned with it. You're going to have uh old ass Joe in there in 3 weeks time. You I uh, you know, Trump the, the news isn't even talking about Trump anymore. We <laughs> we've moved on. Um Okay, can but, I read
2: it? Did you see Well, I guess Milo was trending yesterday. Did you see why? No, I did not. Okay. So here's a guy, this is why you and I got to be careful, man, because I'm going to read something from a dude that everybody hates that I say every opportunity someone gives me and he's getting murdered and people are like, what a soulless monster. Everybody, this is a thing I believe. (laughs) So just fucking call me a soulless monster. I don't give a shit. I don't have the baggage this guy does. So I guess we'll just call my take on this comedy. And this guy is evil. So a woman does not become a a nurse because she wishes to give. She becomes one because she wishes to control. Nursing degrees are one of the easiest to acquire, yet bestow bestow vast authority and unearned privilege on the graduate. Most importantly, they bestow power over men without the hassle of pregnancy or child rearing. It it is a profession for barren, vicious control freaks, and <laughs> Lucifer rejoices in every new nurse he creates. <laughs> Guys, Yo. I believe that in my heart. <laughs> <laughs> a nurse.
1: You believe that about nurses?
2: Oh yeah, I nurses. think nurses. I think nurses and teachers are some of the most fucked people in society. They're the mo- To me, they're the most normy of society. No, it's, it, you want to talk about the, about the uh, banality of evil? It's right there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think. Well, let me kind of tell tell a story here. Um, so when I flew to New York, right, um, I got tested again you know, after the, the, after four days or whatever. Um, and I show up to the city MD, uh, and they turned me away. They wouldn't test me.
2: What do you take from that?
1: Well, the, the crazy thing was that, well, first of all, obviously I felt, um, I turned into a Karen, right. And that's because as a white person, I'm used to getting things all the time forever and being treated special. Right. Um, but I, uh, I was just I was kind of shocked because I because they, they said, sorry, sir, um we've taken uh we have sixty people online and that says the, the amount we can do for the day. I said, I was like, sixty people? That's like a drop in the fucking bucket, man. I was like, you can only take sixty people, so I got a little Karenny. Um, <laughs> but it was crazy. I was like, yo, the amount of importance everyone puts on testing and the amount of it, like the the, the 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 like hysteria we have over COVID. And and a, a, a doctor from this city MD is going to come out here and tell me to fuck off. Like that's crazy,
2: man. Everybody, you're in this by yourself. You're in it by yourself. Give up on government. Give up on, <laughs> on municipal government. Give up on local. Give up on uh, on federal. Give up. A, or give up on local. Give up on state. Give up on uh, federal. You are in this by yourself. I mean, Go I, I argued it. with her. I argued with her lay for a minute.
1: She was finally like, there's a place down the block that does it too. And I was like, oh, why didn't you just say that? And I left.
2: <laughs> no, no, no. You should have you uh, uh, probably come back with a bomb vest.
1: I'm thinking about it. When I think about it, I get really agitated. I was like, yo, I can't believe they took 60 people, which is like nothing in the scheme of things during a pandemic when cases go up and up and up and up and up. You wouldn't, you said, uh, I said, look, I want to get tested. And they said, no that's crazy. <laughs> that's fucking nuts to me. Um I could I like I couldn't believe it. Anyway, um nurses. I these people are just normies to me. They're just like painful normies. Like that them and teachers, like they they exited high school, went to college and they went uh I don't know. I guess I liked high school and then they became a teacher. Like these are these are these are passionless individuals to me.
2: All well, true, yeah.
1: Like, it's, like, I don't even think twice about them. And, and it's weird when, like, there's a lot, um, it seems like they've been at the center of a lot of COVID shit. And, like, yo, you, I understand that this is, like, a taxing and stressful and confusing-ass time to be in that profession. But, like, you chose to be in that profession. And you don't have to be in it. You can dip out if it becomes too much. And I don't think anyone would necessarily blame you if you did. So oh, like you're,
2: you're that guy. Now I'm that guy. I know that evil guy that yeah. love it or leave it guy.
1: Love it or leave it, baby. Um, anyway, maybe, uh, Warren Holocaust tattoos.
2: Yeah. As I understand it, she's got, uh, this was a weird one. Cause she ran for president. So i never would have guessed this, but apparently she has a full back piece of the gates of Daco, <laughs> <laughs> which is I crazy. like. The,
1: there was also the um, if you remember, it might have been a 2019 thing. Uh, no, and actually, no, I think it was 2020 because it was when the it was early in the year um, when people were talking about Warren about how she she was like a secret dominatrix or something. Oh, really? I like Look. when people. I like that people have been like putting this thing on like she's such an obvious like boring old white lady and yep. i like that people are like no she's secret freak i like that so warren holocaust tattoos it would make her more interesting
2: oh if she had uh like ilsa of the ss uh, <laughs> uh yeah that would be i guess the only interesting thing about her
1: exactly that's what i'm saying i think people wanted her to be more interesting than she was because she was kind of popular for a minute she's always held like she just had like the third place spot and like i just think people were like we want to talk about this person but i don't it's they're so boring and i don't know how so i have to make her into a uh, nazi werewolf woman
2: mm. I mean, sexier
1: <laughs> no doubt uh himbo is ableist
2: this is low tier for me um, very low we got a couple female listeners that like their men stupid and sure. to which i say god bless
1: god fucking uh, god bless
2: god bless i mean that's I, probably I, why they listen to the show we're two idiots that's a fact i, we're I look I'm not the smartest guy. I don't want somebody. If some woman should love me, I I, I don't want to assume that she's exploiting me just because I'm dumber than she is. You know, just leave yeah. it alone. Everybody let, let people like, let people have their preferences. Somebody likes a dumb woman. Good for him. Somebody likes a, a, a dumb man. Good for him or her, whatever. Dumb people need love. It's a fact. It's a fact.
1: Uh, the, okay, here's one that I think we talked about at a uh, pretty great length. Harper's, uh, cancel culture letter.
2: Yeah, this was a non-scandal people that attempted people that had a problem with this. Uh, again, I think that, uh, you're just such a weak bitch. If you have a problem with this, if, if a bunch of middle-aged liberals saying, Hey, uh, enlightenment values seem to be, uh, d- uh on, uh, on the defensive right now, it's weird that we're losing this, uh, these things that, if most people thought about, they they would say that they do, in fact, uh, consider central to our lifestyle. Uh, is anybody paying attention? And people are like, "You're transphobes," and it's like, "Yo, yeah. w- 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 those two things don't even go together. There's n- there's no connection. Uh, there's perhaps some people that sign that letter who involve themselves in the trans conversation." and say things like, uh, well, you know, the lived experience of a, of a biological woman and the lived experience of a trans woman are different. And I think that denotes uh, some, uh, there, there's going to be uh, cultural differences, forget biological ones that might not even be relevant. There's going to be some cultural differences. And I think that's worth addressing, blah, blah, blah. Yo, these are the reasonable people on earth. They're people you can have a conversation with. They're not like, even if you disagree very strongly, like let's say, we've got a number of trans listeners, but I have no idea where they fall on these, on these topics. I don't know if they, uh, you know, I don't know what Kool-Aid is being sipped out there or what, uh, kind of counter thing is going on. But the, the people that signed that letter and there's a number of them and I looked into the ones I didn't know, there's nobody dangerous there. No, I'll just say, that obviously, nobody. Not. Nobody dangerous. Even if you disagree with them it, on things as sensitive as trans rights issues, even if you have like a core value that you think that these people are in opposition to, these are, these are not the people that are fucking putting you into cattle cars. You know what I mean? So I, fu- I found the idea of the pushback on the Harper letter. Harper's letter was, Oh, this is a slow fucking news week.
1: Which is crazy because it happened in July during COVID.
2: Uh, yeah, I th- well, COVID was a weird one because, it, in, as everybody pointed out, it probably should have made us focus, and it did anything but.
1: Yeah, it did anything but. People still mad at Barry Weiss. Like, if uh, Barry Weiss is a dangerous enemy, I got some bad news for you
2: really bad news. But here's what I'll say. I'll I'll say that this works for everybody and it's all, it's like, so simply put the people that are getting kicked out now are doing better. So Barry Weiss, I guarantee that she tripled her salary. They're on that sub stack. Yep. Now people think, people think that that's a hustle, but just for perspective, People thought that about blogs, <laughs> so, so it's it's a trend certainly, but it would be wrong to call it a grift or anything of that nature. It's a, in fact it's just journalism that you can. I think it's the best development in journalism in some time. It's you could say that it's Twitter style fractured so that you're you are able to enter this echo chamber. But the echo chamber existed with the New York Times too. So basically what it allows the smart person to do is to judge the merit of the reporting down to the individual so that like the New York times, which is crooked as fuck and always has been gets by on some very good reporting. from some very hardworking people, so that the esteem of the whole organization is, is, uh, kind of, uh, uh always, there is a barrier against criticism. And if we can get rid of that, I think that the whole world benefits because all we got to do is look at Barry and judge Barry on her own merits and say, I think she's a good reporter or a good in her case. I think she mostly does opinion, but I think she's a good opinion columnist. Uh, so I'm going to follow her. And the day that I don't think that I'll unfollow her, but she has no larger affiliation. It rests on her back. And for a do for self sort of thinker, I love this shit. It's the same thing with crowdfunding in, in, in comics or music or anything like that. It's like, if you can do it, God bless you.
1: Mm. How about uh ghosting is rape?
2: <laughs> oh, this one is this year. <laughs> Holy fuck. Yeah. Um,
1: I mean, what is there Uh, to say, really? Just that's some wild lunacy. Oh, no, I believe it. No, okay. (laughs) And, yo, God damn. It's just another one of these things where it's like you're being edgy to get people's attention. You're saying a thing that maybe you felt in the moment because you're like, you're, you're, I don't know, maybe you're having a bad day. Maybe you feel hurt by something, right? But saying something that is obviously, Fucking crazy.
2: Okay. So. I. Yes. (laughs) Is it crazy to. uh, I saw something yesterday that. Warmed me in. The wrong way. In the schadenfreude sort sort of way. Mm. I saw somebody. Who. Pretends to be. A Twitter. Leftist. But in their hearts, they are just a limp liberal. But they pretend all day to be this radical. And I assume I'm not the only person that sees through it, but I I see through it. And I know that they're just, just a traditional classical liberal. The other day, they finally said, I don't know. I think our definition of abuse, of abuser, it has become too broad. Oh, do you? (laughs) (laughs) Why might that be that this occurred to you now? You were happy to ride into the maelstrom of insanity when it benefited your career. And now for some reason, you think, "Um, you know, guys, Hey, maybe we should pause. You know, what I mean, I. This is like when your head is in the guillotine. You go, I didn't mean revolution like this. That's what it means. That's what it is. And yeah. I weirdly got so like I didn't. I don't like to feel this way. I I, I don't like to feel like ha, ha ha. You know, what I mean, I don't like to be. Uh, uh, who is it, Nelson from The Simpsons? But. Yeah. Uh, but th- this is me now. Like, yo, your head is in the guillotine, bitch. You thought that you could play this weird game. But it's it's the game that bites everybody.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's I mean, that's it comes down... Yo, it's going to bite you at some point. You're going to find yourself in your heart. Unless you're like a real slime ball, right? Which many of you are. Um, you're going to find yourself at odds with the rabble at some point. And then it's just... It's the... Uh, It's just red pill all day after that.
2: It's red pill all day. I mean, but then, then that dude is going to be the Jamie when that dude gets accused of something like in a, in a public way, he's going to be the Jamie Kilstein of this shit.
1: I mean, I can't wait for the, the next generation of like, as the, as this gen of college kids gets older and then the new gen comes in and when they're on some wild shit, right. I can't wait. I can't wait for these people to lose their minds.
2: Oh yeah. When the, when the generation under them is like, Hey, I found this cool shirt in my uncle's closet. It's uh it, I'm in every city touching every titty. I wear it, I wear it to all my classes.
1: I found this I found this shirt in my in my uncle Remus's uh closet here. It says, hang on, uh screwdriver security. <laughs> what what does that mean? I'm gonna wear it. It looks cool.
2: I'm gonna wear it. It looks lit. Cool
1: cool, um, cool graphic on this tee. Uh cashiers. Workers or cops?
2: Uh, I'm going to say cops.
1: Neither. They're 15-year-olds.
2: <laughs> no, that's a cop.
1: That's a cop, a cashier?
2: I don't yeah, remember that one. The people that worked retail in my uh, timeline are miserable. They, they're worse than nurses. They all want an award for having a bad job. And it's like, you know, I'm never trying to make your job harder ever, but I don't want to hear about your job. You know, my job is one of those nightmare jobs where there's not an ounce, not one fucking iota of job security. And the majority of people in my field die poor. What if I led every conversation with that? You'd just be like, what a fucking wet blanket. This guy sucks. Mm. And and that's what I see every holiday season is guys. If you're rude to your retail worker, blah, 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 blah. Yes. This is some Columbus shit. This is some, truly, this is Columbus day. Hey everybody. Every living person knows Columbus wasn't lit. It's it, That's it. Every living person. You're not blowing anybody's mind by explaining the, the American Indian genocide. You know what I mean? Nobody's mind is blown. Likewise, um, yeah. the idea that the person who is rude to retail or uh, food service, the idea that that person's a big jerk it comes as no surprise. It's not a revelation. Uh, Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why this should be. Because they're doing a job that you find, for whatever reason, honorable. That means they're a good person? Well... D- d- d-
2: yeah, they're, they're, every retail worker I've ever met is certainly uh, in their soul a good person. That's just a fact.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay. I guess, uh, see, that speaks to a person that's never worked retail. But then they claim to have worked retail. I don't know. Maybe you forgot. You forgot the struggle. You forgot the streets. Get back out there.
2: Get back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take Get a seasonal there. See if you like your coworkers. Yo, they suck.
1: I mean, I've had good coworkers and bad coworkers, and and some a lot of them. It's a mixed bag, right? It does just whatever job you have doesn't necessarily speak to who you are as a person. Fucking
2: stupid! Fucking stupid!
1: Fucking stupid! Fuck Anne Frank! What what was this? Uh, I vaguely remember this one. What, what what were people mad at Anne
2: Frank about? Anne Frank, like uh, I think she, I think she said that uh, uh, she only was into black meat. And people felt uh, people felt uh objectified by that.
1: I can't remember the Anne Frank one.
2: I would she uh She fetishized black men by fantasizing exclusively about uh men of color. I'm tr- see now I'm trying to find it now. What was
1: Oh god, there's so many. I thought we were at the end, but there's so many more. Um <laughs> no, we're,
2: we're gonna have to, this is gonna have to be a two-parter, even if it is the end of the year.
1: Ugh. Why? You got shit to do?
2: Uh I have for the first time in my Life, I have so much to do. I, I, I uh, so I thought I was going to lose my job the other day because, uh, I was like, my, my game did not test well. And I was like, oh. And then they call me up and they're like, hey, get on the, get, uh, no, it was approved. Get on Skype right now. And I get on Skype. It's 1 a.m. And, I, and I'm lucky I wasn't asleep. And I go, yeah. And they're like, hey, do you have all these assets? And I go, uh, no, I, I thought that, uh, I thought that my game was getting canceled and they're like, no, 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 you need these assets now. Anyway, long story short, uh, I was hoodwinked or hijacked or shanghaied. I don't know if that one's racist into, uh, uh, not doing work for a week and a half. And then all of a sudden being told that I am uh, fucked because I don't have my work. So this is just my long way of saying, Yes, on a very rare occasion I have a lot of things to do today. But you can it, go for a speed round. Give me t- give, let's, let's do 20 more minutes. Can you do 20 minutes? Yes, give me a speed okay. round. Go. Uh chartou- char- charcuterie is oh, yeah. uh No, we're lead. not we're not engaging this one. This is uh th- those little plates of meat and cheese uh people feel strongly about. Listen everybody, it's it's a fucking Yes, it's for elites and it's for uh, uh, middle class people that want to put on airs or think it's funny because they're 25 and it's funny to have meat and cheese plates. It's not a big deal. Everybody shut the fuck up. I know
1: someone that was uh, a producer on a very visible television show, very successful, and they left their job to uh, make a, a picture coffee table book about charcuterie boards and they made a shit ton of money. And, uh, I think we should, I think they're an enemy of the the people and we should cut their heads off.
2: That's a class traitor. And I cannot wait to guillotine them with my own hands. Uh, how about Bernie is my, ab- <laughs> Bernie reminds me of my abuser. This is my all time favorite. I think this is probably take the, take it from me.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to say something. Hey, everybody that's been abused in our listenership, just kind of dip out for a second. Three, no. t- three, two, no. one. You're going to say a thing. If Bernie reminds you of your abuser, your abuser wasn't that tough. (laughs) (laughs) Bernie is not, you know, there's nothing about Bernie that is physically intimidating to start. But then let's say that, let's say you, you were manipulated by a man or whatever. Bernie's not even that. You know what I'm saying? Like, Bernie is. I, I'm not, I don't even buy into this Bernie as a cute old man sort of thing. You know, he's 55% lizard, and I don't mean Jewish. He's <laughs> all that. I mean, he is 55% a politician. Yes, but, yes. But he is nobody's idea who's getting abused by Bernie is my question.
1: Yeah. He's, he's a really specific type of dude. And it's like, I'm not saying that it's never happened. There's this, there's, there's 8 billion people in this world. So I'm, I guess it has, but weird thing. I mean, just on its face, let's say it's legit. Let's say legitimate, like Bernie gives off abuser vibes, which is insane. But let's, let's say that's a legit thing to say. Uh, he's, he's not that person. He's, he's an individual who didn't do that. And I'm sorry that he reminds you of something painful, but it's unfair to level that against a guy who didn't fucking abuse anybody.
2: Uh, that, you know what, Eric, that was a very measured take on what I would just be like, you know, if Bernie abused you, you gotta, you gotta work on yourself. That's not an, like, he's just, who is he capable of abusing?
1: The capitalists. That's why he's King.
2: Oh, <laughs> I, I stan a socialist King.
1: Yes. Uh, all therapists are cops. Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you become anti-therapy over the year.
2: I, I'm gonna say therapists aren't cops. Actually, they're they're straight up grifters. Like no oh. no, no debate. Straight up grifters.
1: That's the th- oh I think every yeah and uh, we've talked about it. before we talked about it a long time ago that yeah people are <sighs> you get out of therapy what you put into it. You know what I mean? And yeah. and maybe even not always that necessarily. Maybe you don't get the thing that you expected. But like it's mostly it's not so much a two way street it's it's a mostly it's a very narrow two-way street and it's mostly you.
2: Look, your problem is a you problem. Your your therapy is a is a you solution. It's yep. got to be on you. And yes. your therapist is just somebody there to take your money. Uh they might do a good job, you know? it, it, it it's uh, I'm not to say that no therapist ever does a good job, but I'm just going to say that this is not this is not an altruistic uh, profession, and it's also not police. It's just people that are trying to pay back their student loans.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. One hundred percent. Infinite, <laughs> infinite jest is sus. I,
2: I've never met anybody that's cla- even claimed to read it. So I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm in the wrong circles or the right circles or whatever, but I don't think there's any book. If, if somebody coming over to my house is going to find a lot more sus things on my fucking uh, book bookshelf than infinite jest. They're going to open up infinite jest and it's going to have the 3d printed gun inside. Uh, it, it, look, everybody, if this is your idea of fucking, uh, Ooh, this guy, this guy might be something. Yo, it, it's, it, it's not, he just needed a doorstop
1: it is now 2024 and the choice is up to you do you listen to good podcasts or do you listen to bad ones well we've got a suggestion for you how about you listen to a good podcast for the first time in your miserable life I can think of one Overnight Drive Going Strong 11 years now The podcast about nothing Your favorite podcast's favorite podcast Do you enjoy nothing? (laughs) Ha, so do we Why don't you come over and check it out And stop listening to other podcasts Thank you Uh, it's annoying. It, it's one of these things that annoys me that it was something that was just a thing. It was just a, it was just a book from 1996, apparently, according to Wikipedia that people read and was a thing of its time. And now we, we look back on things and go, Ooh, 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 little, Ooh, I think offensive. Maybe, yo, stop. You're so fragile.
2: Stop. Eric's You're calling you fragile spirit. You know, it's that, t- it's that time. Brittle things, spirits. Have gone, things have gone too far when Eric's calling you fragile.
1: Brittle spirits. Uh, uh, okay. Um, teen, uh, what is this? Um, teenager. Mar- oh, teenager. Teenager. 19-year-old marries dementia patient for his money. Queen. Queen. Come on. Do you think the old guy is that stupid that he doesn't know that he's being married for his money?
2: I mean he might be look she was a foul bitch was like she? I uh, yeah I read all of her tweets she's a foul bitch and I don't I look I I try not to even use you know I'm I'm cucked out for the benefit of you I I'm I'm your cuck Eric because okay. I try not to use words like bitch and cunt and on the, all that on this You can use and, those words I don't care and she uh, she is a really horrendous bitch. Like, the, like there's like, she's a damaged person. Let me put it like that. Actually. She's,
1: I didn't look into this person personally, but I find it weird. Yo, the same person that would yell at her would also call, um, what's her face. She's dead now. Um, big boobs. She did the same thing. Um, fuck. What's her name? um, She had a TV show. She married an old guy. Oh, and Nicole. And Nicole. And Nicole Smith. She did the same thing, and you would all call her a queen. And so would I. Yo, this happens a lot. It'll be me. Yo, 100% it will will be you. Any old person should be so lucky. Some of you should just
2: mind your business.
1: That's the main thing. That's the main thing. I mean, look—if this guy really didn't know, I feel like we—I feel like we talked about this. If this guy really didn't know, then yeah, she's she's she's—that's not good. That's that's gross. But I have a—I have a feeling, unless he's really dumb, uh, he, they they know what's up, man. They know it's part of the transaction. They get to be with a young person for the remainder of their life, and the young person gets money that they don't need because they're going to die.
2: I mean, Eric is big on this because Eric believes that if you die with a dollar in your bank account, you've done a, a grave injustice. You lived wrong. You lived wrong.
1: You, if you die with any money in your bank account, you fucked up because now the money is useless to you and you're dead. You should have spent it on living a lit life.
2: I mean, I, mean, I take your side on that.
1: <laughs> there's, there's, no, there's, no, uh, there's no debate. Uh,
2: queer writer gatekeeping. Hey, t- look. I've had enough uh, enough queers for this year, enough writers for this year. D- keep it moving. 2021. Uh, Karen is a slur. <laughs> you know what? It probably is, but who cares? I like uh, more slurs. You know what this is? You know what this is
1: endemic of? <sighs> We've seen this. We see this reoccurring, right? People are broadening the definition of things. To to incriminate more people, whether it's Karen, whether it's white supremacist, whether it's we're like broadening our terms. And then people go, whoa, I didn't think of it like that. And they think it's nuanced. And sometimes it might be. Sometimes that's that's a that's a worthy point of view and a worthy point of discussion. But this is like where it gets you get into the ass end of things where Karen is a slur. It's, Come on. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Yeah,
2: I, um, I will say this a slur for me is a really high bar.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what I'm saying. Um, uh, mm, Feminist. Oh, is it feminist to hire a housekeeper during lockdown?
2: Yes.
1: (laughs) What are we even talking about anymore? Yo, what does that mean? What can someone please tell me what that means? Is it feminist to hire? um, I'm
2: going to have my my proudly normie girlfriend go through this list. And and see how she feels about any of this. Yo,
1: here's 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 the thing. Let me broaden this to make it less stupid and an actual discussion. And it's an actual thing that people, you know, it to speak out of both sides of their mouth on during the pandemic, during the lockdown. Right. Businesses cannot operate. Therefore, is it better to order from restaurants? Right. To give them the business. Or are you being a piece of shit, forcing someone to work during a pandemic? Yeah, Which yeah. is it? Which one is it, fam? Which one is it? Because I've seen people say both things and it's like to me, I think you'd want to give people your business because presumably they're being safe and clean and following the guidelines and doing all the right things, quote unquote, that you think. Uh, I think you'd want to give people business during a time where they're compromised, right? Uh, but no, the anti uh, the anti labor people on Twitter you're a piece of shit for forcing someone to work uh, even though that's what keeps their lives afloat
2: yeah eric we don't want anybody's life to be afloat except for our own mm, right
1: right or, or or we want their lives to be afloat but uh it's incumbent on the government or someone else to do that um even though anyone with half a, a quarter of a brain in their head would look at the situation and go yeah they're not doing it they're not gonna do it Um, why are none of Trump's Portland Gestapo women? (laughs) Why are there no, they need to be more female secret police.
2: You know what? I can work with this one. Yeah. Yeah. We want a girl boss,
1: uh, uh, war machine.
2: Yes, yes, yes. Girl boss uh, ice run by the girls. Ice run by the ladies. Yes.
1: Okay. All right. Um,
2: queen shit. Queen shit. Illegal, illegal detention is queen shit.
1: I have a feeling that this came from, um, that this was like, you know, in the way that people use liberal as a, as an insult or a pejorative nowadays, this was like, this was some like, uh, probably CNN pushed, uh, uh, talking point maybe, or some, some like limpy liberal, uh, establishment resist person being like, mm, no Trump doesn't hire women. What a piece of shit! Not, not like addressing the fundamental issue with the entire <laughs> thing.
2: More women secret police. I want More my women. torture. I want my torturer to have gone to Barnard.
1: Mm. <laughs> yes, exactly. What was? I don't know what Wormgate was.
2: I don't know Wormgate either. What the fuck was Wormgate?
1: What are we talking about here? Did something happen with, uh, with, uh, what's his face? Um, Dennis Rodman.
2: Uh, what did he do? Okay. Uh, He went to North Korea, partied with our boy, uh, came back with crabs.
1: I mean, the, the sign of a lit life, the, that's a man who lives to the fullest. Um, I don't know. I don't, I'm looking this up now. It's I've, I I already saw it. It's something called Wormgate? something that the, the center, it centers around jokes about worms. And I've already seen the term white supremacy thrown into the conversation. So I'm done.
2: Yeah, we're
1: good. here. Nope. Nope. Not happening. Um, do you think Madonna has had a vagioplasty? Vagioplasty. Tell me more.
2: Um, you get your pussy tightened. That's Uh, cool. Uh, by surgery and I just ask because uh, she used to be with the worm worms got a big dick and she also kind of just had a wild 20 years mm. you know
1: yeah what was that you showed me Madonna related content explain
2: that I'm Madonna bitch <laughs> uh, is the thing I saw online that somebody said hey you know people didn't like this at the time but it's pretty lit in retrospect. And it was a song from like 2007 that I'd never heard of before my life. And was maybe 2010. I don't even know when it was, but it was Madonna being beyond cringy, like next level. Like, look, she's now an older woman. I don't have any desire to like dance on her fucking aging pop star grave. She's had a very nice life. She doesn't need my criticisms this was the height of cringe. This is like when you see like kind of like a ugly beat cougar in, in like leaving comments on, on some young male models, uh, uh Instagram. Mm. It, it was, uh, it, it was kind of painful and horrendous and it, and it's in its own way, uh, horrific and evil. So what do we
1: think going forward? Right. 2020 tw- we're, we're at the end of 2020, Going into 2021, I see a lot of people out there optimistic, you know, vaccine inoculations, you know. Oh,
2: pandemic. you mean the, you mean, you mean the thing that gives us Bell's palsy? I'm very excited. But you know what? Of all the things you can get, Bell's yeah, palsy doesn't seem that bad. That's a fact. That's a fact. Although, look, if my 80 year old dad gets Bell's palsy, who gives a shit? <laughs> but if I get Bell's palsy come on, man. I'm young and good looking. What are we doing?
1: I might be a little, I might be a little miffed if I get Bell's palsy, but I, you know what? I'd rather get Bell's palsy than diabetes. Sure. And I'd rather get diabetes than die. Are those my choices? I mean, at some point in life, something's going to get you.
2: Yeah. Bell's. Oh, I didn't think it was going to be Bell's palsy. I'll be honest with you.
1: I mean, it might not necessarily, but you know, hopefully it's not. Listen, something's going to get you in the end. I'm just saying, if you got hit with Bell's palsy, it's not, it sucks, but it's not earth shattering.
2: Yeah, this is all true.
1: You know what I mean? You got to listen, people got to <laughs> count their blessings, man. Life it's is very, horror. Life is, one. life is like mostly horror. So it's a
2: very very weird pitch that you have right now. <laughs> so you kind of listen, Bell's palsy
1: is not the end of the world, man. It's not, it's probably, it's no fun. I think it can go away. Mm-hmm. Question mark. Mm. I don't know. Maybe not. Um, I know you can get it multiple times. That sounds that rough. Sucks. Holy fuck, that sucks. Um, look, I'm about to go into a new year. I see a lot of optimum uh, optimism out there, which I think is good. I think it's a cautious optimism. I mean, like, <sighs> this year was undeniably fucking <laughs> really weird and, and, and shitty. Um, it's hard for me to see how things can get a hell of a lot worse, although they always can. But I kind of get the feeling, at some point in the year, maybe things will swing. You know, they'll swing back to. You know, they're not. They're gonna swing back to twenty nineteen, right? We're gonna. Things might get go back to being a little more normal, and uh, we'll we'll still be obsessed with the bullshit. Um, so you know, hopefully we walk into this new thing on the good foot, and uh, hopefully it's not as nightmarish as uh, as this year was. Hopefully everybody chills out and we can party and not have, and not have people making everybody feel guilty about every little thing in their life. Um, I don't know, whatever, you know, is my, I, I, I had personally a bit of accomplishment, uh, which is cool. Um, you know, hopefully continue that trend in in 2021. I don't know. You got, you got, what what are your words of wisdom? What are your final thoughts, uh, on 2020 and, and what we got going forward?
2: Avoid the Bernie's. Don't get abused out here. (laughs) (laughs) Bernie's still out there. He refuses. He
1: refuses to die. He refuses to fade into the back. He
2: refuses to take accountability for his abuse. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know what? uh, The reason that we've got to get off of this stream right now off this podcast is because if I say everything that I need to say about Bernie being an abuser, Mm. I I'm going to get triple canceled, uh, triple, triple, double end of the end of the line. Nobody fucks with Patrick anymore because he said the thing that everybody who read the Bernie is my abuser thing, uh, feels in their heart. Do you think
1: is canceling still going to be a thing in 2021?
2: Yeah. I, I, am starting to believe it'll Peter out because the normies in my life are just totally blown away by it. You know, like it, it's to them. It's like it, 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 the it, we just live with it. Like we think things like canceling are normal. You know, like we don't agree with them, but we just see them as like, oh, got to be careful about this or you'll never work again. Oh, got to be careful about this or or you'll spend t- two weeks and uh, being abused online and then have some weird stragglers that continue to follow you for 10 years just to fucking drop into your uh, uh, mentions when you do something positive. Like, <clears throat> you know, that shit is not normal to most people. And I think normies are starting to just say. Oh yeah, n- no, no, you know, and I, I keep saying I think it's going to break when somebody just has the stones to say, "Yeah, I'm taking you all to court." I'm t- uh, the because that's what I would say if if some if if somebody attempted to cancel me, I would make it very clear and very public to my employer that if they cancel me uh, without cause, or if they if they fire me without cause. I will be pursuing every legal recourse against them and I will not stop <laughs> until I am, uh, set for life because their public firing of me has, has made it so I'm un- unemployable. And I can th- believe I can prove that based on like, for example, the case of the, uh, college professor that now drives a bus. Yeah. You know what I mean, so, uh, it, it is, uh, I, I think that it's going to take a couple real dickheads, like people that are just naturally aggressive and uh, somebody thought it was okay to cancel them and they didn't do it. The the mm. real key is didn't do it because whenever these dudes did it at all, they kind of demure a little bit and they don't they don't want to go through the pain, you know? But I think the uh, Hilaria uh, Baldwin oh, the yeah. thing is, is positive. I think that's great. She, she, they attempted to fucking clown cancel her and she just doubled down. And I don't know if I said this on this podcast, but this is what a strong man will do for you. Now. I don't like Alec Baldwin. I find him to be just a, like probably most people, I find him to be just a totally unpleasant blowhard, you know, <laughs> yeah, like j- j- just, just like a dude that would lecture you about uh, how Biden's saving America and wh- whatever nonsense, just some boomer idiot. And, uh, I, but I think that he did the thing that all, all married people, man or woman should seek, which is when you get, when the world is at your door and trying to attack you, your husband just holds you tightly to his chest and goes, woman, I'm worth $45 million. (laughs) You can get on national television today and use the N word. It doesn't fucking matter. Go go, double down on this, sweetheart. Do not admit any wrong whatsoever. If somebody says, "What about this video of you?" If somebody tra- somebody videotaped you for the first forty years of your life. You didn't see them; they just followed you around. We have absolute proof that you never even went to Spain.
1: Uh, just start- Alec Baldwin is worth sixty million.
2: Sixty million dollars. I I. I hope that his wife just goes, no, that's not true to (laughs) everything she's accused of. And I hope she comes, falls in and out of a Spanish accent. I hope she uses Spanish words incorrectly. I I, I hope to God she doubles down and triples down and people eventually just go, "Hmm, fuck. Well, she got me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because so I was reading that, uh, that book about Ireland and, uh, the, the Jerry Adams technique when he would get arrested was to de- deny that he was Jerry Adams and everybody in the building knew it was Jerry Adams, but he would just maintain that, it, that he wasn't and they could only hold him for something like 40 hours or something like that. So th- for the duration of the entire uh, uh, interrogation, he would just say, I wish I could answer your question. However, I can't because I'm not the man that, that you think you're asking. And they'd go, we know it's you. And he'd go, I'm sorry, I can't help you. I'm not that man. And therefore, they were never able to get to a, a, a substantive question. You know what I mean? They were never able to quiz him on a thing that would actually matter because he could always deflect with, that's not me. I'm sorry. I'm, look, you're going to have to let me go. This is ridiculous. I'm not that person, even though everybody knew. So I think that's a fascinating tactic. If she is not Spanish at all, she should just be like, como esta usted? Me amo Hilaria. Like all the time. And people are just going to call her out and she'd be like, "Qué pas?" you know what I mean? Like whatever, whatever, just fucking speak Spanish. Like I do where, you know, four phrases and just do that. Insult people's intelligence. You're worth $60 million. It doesn't matter.
1: Good stuff. I mean, yeah, I, I don't, uh, I don't know much about the Hilaria Baldwin thing, but it's just, yo, it know, this the, the cancel game is tired, man. Like she's not even really a public speak public facing person. Like, what are we doing anymore?
2: No, she's got a podcast, so they thought it was okay to cancel her.
1: Oh, it's People you got too much time on your hands, man. I, I don't know. It's like yeah, the world doesn't really care anymore. Um, it's gonna stop really hurting people unless it's you know, unless the accusations leveled are actually legitimate and 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 legitimately criminal. Um and seem to have, you know, legitimacy behind them. Uh, you know, I think people like non-visible people, right? Um, college professors, uh, people, people in academia, etc. Um, I think they will still, I think they are the real, uh, the victims of, of this sort of thing. You know what I mean? Um, because these are people that can't. That it once once this hits them, there there's it's hard for them to continue to exist. It's they have to get a job driving Uber now. You know what I mean? Like they're the one. Like this is this shit really fucks with those people. Mm. So and I think it's going to continue to happen, right? Because the well, world doesn't care when it happens, you know.
2: Yes, well that uh, canceling will continue to happen. The impact will lessen because we're we're seeing people that get canceled just make more money. Some of them, some of them, no, some of them. That's true. Like, well, that's the problem. People with money or following will continue to make more money. Somebody that, uh, is perhaps already on the fringe or on the bubble of, of, uh, feeding themselves. Uh, now it completely has no ability to do so. So it's a rich get richer, poor get poorer situation. And, and now, uh, it's bizarre that anybody that claims to give a fuck about social justice would use this tactic because it's like, yo, the college professor, like, let's say that you cancel somebody that, uh, uh he's a college professor. Uh, he is, uh, not yet tenured and you find a way to get him the fuck out of there. Okay. Now he's going to go work for a think tank. Uh, and it, well, okay. Let me be really specific. I watched a guy get canceled this past week. Uh, and I saw the most disgusting, most disgusting. And if anybody's got, if anybody knows who I'm talking about, anybody got a problem with it, they can come see me. Most disgusting fucking comments I've ever seen from people being like, well, I'm just glad that now he'll have an opportunity to take accountability for his behavior and better his life. And it's like, yo, if you don't think that this dude's going to end up a short order cook who hates women, you're fucking deluded. And for you to pretend that you're doing somebody the favor of accountability, you know, they're going to end up in a drug motel, hating women. So fuck you with your accountability. And that's, that's the thing, yo. Know, people that have nothing are going to have less and people that have something are going to go work for a think tank in Washington. And it's like, yo, know, what was benefited here? Oh, you got to harm somebody that's in your tax bracket. Congratulations. You fucking loser.
1: Uh, is
2: this, is 2021
1: the year that Roseanne gets justice?
2: No, because, uh, it, it, she would need to enter that building with a bomb vest and, and, and also make it, uh, the, it would have to be bring your daughter to work day, uh, the day that she brings the bomb vest there because, everybody in that building that waffled on her and fucking got weak when she got in trouble uh, should know what it's like to, to not know where your next check is coming from. Now, if anybody wants to say Roseanne's worth fucking $14 million, yeah, that's all true. You know, what sucks is overextending yourself because you thought you had a hit TV show based on your own fucking sweat equity. And then some executive strips you of it, by the way, I don't even fucking remember what Roseanne said, nor do I care. I just know that that fucking creative endeavor was completely her labor and built on her name. So for anybody that wishes to take it away from her, yo, you should have everything taken away from you and see how you do. Hmm.
1: She's cause she, uh, I thought the bitch was white. It's in our, it's in our, uh,
2: it's in our intro music. <laughs> I thought the, Oh, is, she, is that in our intro? I thought the bitch was white. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's
1: great anyway uh yeah look uh 2021 um let's all grow up that's your message that's my message Every, everybody grow up
2: we'll end on something funny because i was just r- r- ranting about canceling what do we got uh everybody's a child everybody
1: grow up uh we, we want to end on something funny why do we think kkk kelly is trending
2: K kelly um
1: kkk kelly
2: I don't know, but my girl still listens to R. Kelly all the time. Yo, the Lincoln Project is still a thing. Uh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the grift of grifts. You know what? I didn't see it as being that much more of a grift than anything else. I mean, if the whole if the whole thing
1: existed, right? To be a voice for conservatives or Republicans that were upset uh that of about Trump's existence and to campaign against him. Okay, fine. But if you like I'm pretty sure the, the vote that the the, uh, the the way it bore out, right? I don't think that there were many Republicans or conservatives that flipped to Biden. Mm-hmm. So at that point, is it not money just down the fucking shitter?
2: I mean, it's like a protest vote sort of thing. It's like it's like a money money protest. But like, where'd the money go? Oh, who cares? <laughs> Where did you like what? What oh, did you who- who'd you give money to? Oh, who cares? Look, I, I, I'm not, I'm not with the Lincoln project. I just, when I saw people calling it a grift, it's like, yes, but, <laughs> but, but, but so, so are all of those. Okay. All of that.
1: Oh, I, you know what? I, I called it the grift of grifts, but let me, I have to take that back. I have to retract that. Uh, I think the greatest grift of 2020, the most like, honestly, it's, it's, it it was a maneuver of political savviness, that to me was kind of astounding. Um, It's so slimy. It was so slimy and so, um, it was done with such finesse that I was impressed. Uh, What I'm talking about is uh, Governor Andrew Cuomo spinning New York COVID into a success story. Oh yeah, that's good. Holy shit. That is mind-blowing that he was able to do that. That skilled lizard man shit. More deaths in the New York region than anywhere else. By the way, still more deaths here than anywhere else.
2: But our our two Italian friends prevail. I, well, De Blasio, people <laughs>
1: people not happy with him so much.
2: No, he, but he, he got reelected. No, like it's insane. No, but
1: I, I just, I'm just talking about in 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 our in our COVID worlds. Uh, no one is really everyone can sort of agree that De Blasio sucks. But but Cuomo, yo, people still call this guy. People are impressed with the job that Cuomo did. He put out a book about like, yo, that's crazy. That, that is, that's some like he, I hope like behind the scenes at all the soirees and eyes wide shut parties, they're all like going up to him and be like, dude, you, wow. That's some skilled shit, man. Like, like, (laughs) like that, that, that's crazy to me. Um, so Cuomo, I think Cuomo wins. He, he won 2020 in a way he failed. Uh, and yet, uh, he was able to convince people that he succeeded and uh he's he i don't think he can run again but it wouldn't surprise me if we end up with Qu- he'll he'll probably run for president at some point we're we're gonna see this guy yes. for a long time
2: he, he he will in fact run for president
1: no there's no doubt and i you know we'll see we'll see what happens there but uh yeah cuomo he's a uh, dom daddy uh Pierce Nipples. Do what was that fair to call man of the year Oh, I think there's no doubt. I I, I think it's like in a, in, in a world where like being that sort of thing is hard to get away with. He got away with it. Like scot free. Like it, it's, it's just, I'm, I'm impressed. I just got to say like, he's to me, he's like incredible slime ball. I, uh, I think New York is a disaster story more than anything. Um, and the fact that people, uh, think otherwise is, uh, I, that that's like hypnotism. That's like QAnon that like puts everything else to shame. Like I, I, I can't, I, it's, it's crazy to me.
2: Well, they're saying that uh, Los Angeles is the new Italy.
1: I mean, still less
2: deaths than New York, correct? Mm-mm, currently I think so, but we're on track to have everybody in the state of California, uh, be, be uh, snapped by Thanos. Mm.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I guess the way it's trending, um, it might be, it might end up worse than New York, which I don't know. I don't understand how, I mean, it's apparently Northern California, are not as bad as Southern California. Southern California is like really taking it on the chin at the moment. I don't understand how you have so much room to be outside. The weather's nice all the time. How, how does it keep spreading? I don't get it. Cause
2: we can't stop partying.
1: <laughs> is that it?
2: Like is, is legitimately might be i mean everybody here is just having a good time well
1: god bless i mean if you got to find the good in life you know
2: that's how i feel everybody find the good in life in 2021
1: yes uh hit the patreon patreon.com slash worst possible timeline bunch of bonus episodes on there uh hit the twitter at wp timeline uh twitch.tv slash wp timeline um Oh, we didn't do rub maps. Uh, we, we missed rub maps again. We'll,
2: we'll do it. We'll, do, I, this, do this, do this. Uh, the one that I sent you after this, tw- after you tweet out this episode, tweet out that with the promise of the $50 Dave and Buster's gift card. And uh, let's get some uh, voicemails.
1: Okay. I'm good. Yeah. Hit the number uh, 205-509-9785. Leave us look a voicemail. T- everybody
2: look on Twitter. Uh, Eric is going to put out the... the- <laughs> the, uh, desired, uh, uh, script.
1: Oh, okay. Um, I also, I put out the, the Patreon that we did, uh, about Seth Simmons, Simon's. So that one's out there that people can go check out. We put that up last night. I hear and, uh, this. This one that we're doing right now is going out shortly for everybody's new year. All right. All right. We'll catch you next time.